This podcast is brought to you by the award-winning Australian-made butterfly maternity pillow, which we are personally huge fans of. We certainly are. We love that it's multi-use and you can use it during your pregnancy and breastfeeding journey, but also that it comes with a removable tensile cover for easy care and comfort. And they sell out every time at the One Fine Baby Expo. They do. So if you want to grab one for yourself and want a sneaky 20% off discount, just <laughs> use the code COLDCOFFEE20 at onefinebaby.com.au. You're listening to a One Fine Baby podcast. One Fine Baby acknowledges the traditional owners of land and water that this podcast is recorded on and pays respects to elders past, present and emerging. How many times have you winced your way through that cold cup of coffee just for the caffeine kick? Or tripped over the same toy you've put away 10 times? We have toothpaste on our t-shirt and tiny humans screaming our name. The Cold Coffee Hot Mess Podcast is here to bring you the real side of parenting and serve up the juiciest survival hacks for this season of life that you can implement today. Hey guys, welcome back. I'm Olivia. I'm Nadine. And we are the hosts of the Cold Coffee Hot Mess Podcast. <laughs> we did that like one after the other. Yeah, that, that was good. good. Group, girl. <laughs> what have you been up to? Me. Yeah. You. Are we talking about me? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Why not? I don't know. I'm just freaking tired. <laughs> I am. Oh. Okay, wait, wait, hold on. Oh, just been distracted. Oh my god, move to the right. Hold on. There is a huge cutout of you and I on a post. <laughs> yes, that's, that's the one. Why I'm so tired. Oh my god. So we just that, had the expo. Yeah, we did the Sydney One Fine Baby, and mm-hmm. that was at the front door. How did that get here, yeah, Sim? So fun. It's in the studio now. Yeah. Why not? I have to look at that. You're not looking at it. I have to look at it. Well, that's why we're tired. But look, let me perk you up with Mm -hmm. a bit of a story. Okay. So Nathan went to a Beyond the Preschool Gates chat last night at Eva's Preschool, basically about starting school. Oh, good on him. Oh, yeah, yeah. But um, he came back with all these teachings. He's like a wise old owl telling me everything he'd learned. And I was like, okay, let's just not forget that you've missed the whole dinner, (laughs) bath, bed routine. I've done it all on my own. But sure, yeah, tell me what you've learned. And it was all about, you know, One of the teachers said, don't even do homework. It's all about play with the children. It's all about getting down on their level, playing with them every day. That's what kids want. They want you to play. That's the best thing you can do for them educationally, Mm -hmm. right? So he had these two balloons he brought home. He's like, Eva, do you want to play keepy uppy? Do you want to play? And I'm like, Nathan, it's 8.30. We're not doing this now. Like, it's bedtime. But he was like all like um, really mindful dad, really like fun, mindful dad. And did you let him have his moment? Oh, for sure. Let him shine for like 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Take this child to bed. bed. Yeah. And then this morning it was just funny because it was so polar opposite. So the kids were literally doing rings around us in the kitchen (laughs) while we were trying to make their lunches on their scooter and their bike doing races around us and Eva slammed into the bin the bin falls over the shit goes everywhere and Nathan's like screaming at the top of his lungs I'm like go fun dad yeah it didn't last long it lasted like 12 hours oh, and then dear, you were like welcome to back to world. being so angry Mom, oh, oh, that's like those have you seen on Instagram about how the parents are starting to play keepy uppy when they oh, put yeah. their kids to bed yes once and the so, kids go to bed, they do again. Yeah, so it's like re-engaging your in relationship. Oh. No, with each other oh. in a childish way. Like so you put the kids to bed mm-hmm. and then so you play keepy uppy and it's like reconnecting again. So I just to clarify, there's no kids. There's no kids. The All the kids are in bed and then they go and blow up a balloon and play keepy uppy <laughs> downstairs. I mean it's I don't know. It could be a thing. We should try it. I, I'm yeah. gonna try it with Ed tonight and see if you like, really can you film it? 
just quiet, just on the slide. I, I need to see that. I think that would make us laugh. I need, I would stupid, pay good money. But it's better than just like coming downstairs and, you know, watching TV and yeah, but not I'd even rather interacting. Come downstairs and have a glass of wine and watch the block. That's my idea of fun and connecting. Yeah, but that's, yeah. Uh, but did you speak to each other? Oh, is, do we need to? This, uh, oh, this oh that's big, the point. This okay. is the point. Apparently, got it, got it, yeah, okay. it's the best game keep in the, the world. Keep the flame alive. Freaking love that game. It's not date night. It's not that's sexy lingerie. It's keepy uppy. Wow. <laughs> well, that could be. <laughs> that could be taken another way. But anyway, look, that's fine. Let's Olivia just get into it. Olivia always bringing it down. <laughs> So, Bring yeah. it to the gutter. That's mm-hmm. me. Um, <laughs> anyway, producer seems losing it. Shall we? Let's get into it. Get into it. Who do we have on the podcast today? Oh, what are we getting into? It's a cracker today. We've got mm, Alison Taylor from Vehab, mm-hmm. She's like vagina rehab. So oh. it's all about addressing your pelvic floor after birth. She's an expert. So okay. she works with women who have had issues, some trauma during the birth of their children, mm-hmm. uh, and she works with them basically to get back to fighting fit. Oh, so I can go jumping on that um, trampoline oh, again. Oh, you can jump on the trampoline again. Well, yeah. I genuinely can't get on a trampoline. Well, That's how bad mine is. I've realised that I also can't. I realised the hard way yeah. the other day. Yeah, it's imp- not, not good. It's um, she also has a lot of uh, insight into how to prevent, you know, any sort of prolapse or any kind of incontinence. I am so, so excited about this podcast. Yeah, yeah. A lot yeah. of women I have been asking so for many it. questions. Totally. Yeah. I don't know many people that aren't affected by this in some way. So, so is it only because you have um, a baby through the vagina? Like, what about? Well, this is what we can ask her. C-section. I had a Caesar mm. with Freddie, um, and. I learned a little bit during that time that actually it, it all affects the same areas. Even though you're not birthing vaginally, it can definitely. What about with Eva? I birthed vaginally with Eva. Oh, so yeah. that's where all the real damage was no, done. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, but that's what <laughs> I want to know. Because if you didn't ever have a vaginal yeah. V word, oh, I'm going to have fun today. <laughs> aren't I? Oh, so a, we should have given a warning I, about the V. I, there's going to be a lot of V, so this is going to be a lot of vagina chat. So little is. Word, little is. I mean, this is what they call it in school, so I wouldn't worry. But, um, yeah, it's, this is what we can ask her, right? This is why she's here. Mm. So let's ask her the questions. Sounds good. Let's go. Let's, let's jump go. in. So today I'm so excited. We've got Alison so Taylor. Excited. You are just so Sorry. excited that you're even cutting <laughs> off my intro. We have Alison Taylor from Vagina Rehab, and she is just the OG in terms of any kind of, like, pelvic floor, incontinence, mm-hmm. prolapse issues. She's your gal. Yep. That's what Vagina Rehab is all about. So hi, Al. <laughs> nice to see you. Thanks for having me. <laughs> so, Al, tell us a little bit about, I mean, our intro may not do you justice, so tell us a little bit about what you do in your words. Yeah, sure thing. So definitely consider myself a specialist mm-hmm. in postnatal rehab mm-hmm. um, and I am an exercise physiologist, which is quite regarded in the fitness industry or health industry. Yeah. Um, women's health physios would be the person that really know their pelvic floor yep. stuff. So mm-hmm. really want to push that today is that they are the people to start with after birth. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it comes into the rehab phase, which is which is where I come in. So yep. Um, yeah, and exercise physiologist is university qualified. We learn about the body for years um, in a lot of detail, and then we have to do twenty credit points every year to keep our accreditation. Gosh, yeah, it's pretty it extensive. End, and it? The, the accreditation stuff's pretty like it, it has to be face to face, and it's with doctors and, and women's health physios it's all legit. around the country. Mm. Yeah, because there's a lot of online stuff that you can do, you know, and a lot yeah, of everyone's saying they're pre and postnatal. Um, certified these days well they're just uh, it's not regulated in Australia so main thing here is if you're going to do some kind of postnatal course Mm -hmm. look at the certifications look at the person's experience who certified them yeah you know what 
what do they actually know in the body? Because doing an online course on the women's body is is just nothing compared to oh, what, absolutely. what we need after a birth and, and pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great. Mm. Okay, well, 10 years into it, I am still suffering from incontinence. Um, I always thought it was just people who had vaginal births, but how many people are affected by prolapse? Um, I had two Caesars, an emergency Caesar and then a planned Caesar, and um, I couldn't hold enough fluff for <laughs> a few months so after my second. Yeah. Wow. Just from that pressure and that load and the change of the function of my whole core system, yeah. um, it was out. See, I thought it was one of the benefits of, you know, doing it through the sunroof. Yeah. That's why you didn't. Oh, you bypass all the issues. Bypass all those issues. Yeah, definitely bypass things like prolapses because I haven't had that huge amount of damage down there, but I've still had pressure down there. Mm -hmm. So just the function of those muscles was not. turning on quick enough. Because just the the carrying of a child is enough to shock the body into having like a bit of a potential incontinence issues or the the cord stops working as hard. Yeah, it just gets out of alignment and and it deconditions, you know. If you've ever had a cast on your arm or your leg Mm. and you take it off, that's only six weeks, right? And that that arm or that leg is tiny, you know. It's it's completely weak and weak and it's like shrunk. The muscles yeah, are shrunk. And the same thing happens way. over nine months. You can imagine the amount of deconditioning in, in our core muscles. Mm. And the pelvic floor is part of the core, so I will probably accidentally forget to talk about them separately. But anytime I say core, the pelvic floor is the bottom of the core. Right. So the pelvic floor is not just our little vagina hole, if mm. we all think about it. It's it's the whole base of our core. So it connects to those mus- uh, the bones you can feel when you push into a chair, those mm-hmm. two bones there on the side that dig yep. into the chair, mm-hmm. and then the front bone where your pubic bone is and then back to your tailbone. Mm-hmm. So it's huge. It's like a hammock at the bottom of your whole core system wow and it's part of the core so when someone talks about the core that encompasses the pelvic floor as well and that works all together with the top of the core the the diaphragm the abdominals the side abdominals the back muscles that's all the core and recent research is saying that even the hamstrings quads hip rotators anything that connects to the pelvis helps support our whole body okay and they're all but they're all matched Together, they're all working together to, yeah. to be the core. They're all right? working to be the, together to be the core. So when you ask about the stats, is um, there's heaps of stats across the internet that you can easily see. Um, mm. But the main thing is that 50% of women get a prolapse after birth mm. and they are in different amounts of severity. So yep. a lot of them are just from that stretching and looseness from birth and they do come back quite easily. Mm-hmm. And some of them are quite severe depending on the intervention um, and will need like, surgery down the track mm-hmm. uh, and then you've got incontinence is that they're, they're looking at one in three at the moment wow. in terms of incontinence and that's for any type of birth wow. that's a lot one of in three okay so but is it normal i guess we were talking about jumping on the trampoline we laugh a lot we pay, still we pee laugh, a lot. Lot. And laugh a lot and i laugh a lot we pee all the yeah. time i'm is that normal i just thought that was part and parcel yeah. of having two kids that's two kids. like that's, that's just a that's side the worst thing note. could happen that's fine yeah. we got two kids out of it so it's absolutely not normal. <gasps> Damn it. Your muscles are not meant to let we slip out. They're meant to have full control over our oh, the rest of our body. But it's very, very common mm. because of the damages we have from birth. And I don't want to talk too much about like damage and injury because some people will be out there saying, you know, oh, we make babies, it's a miracle. Don't talk about birth like that. But I'm just talking about it in that scientific fact of we get tears, cuts, strains, even just a strain. Yeah. Like if you strain when you're working out, you've got to yeah, you roll your ankle, it's the same you need thing, rehab. Right? Yeah. yeah, so it's 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 just talking about it in that light. Yeah. yeah, I just, I accepted it and I'm just like, that's part and parcel with 
having a baby, but I didn't realize that I can actually fix it and do something about and it. Do something about That's it. Not apart from because in the story I'm telling myself is that I'm going to come and see you, and you're going to say you need an operation or something, or you're going to stick things up or whatever. Whatever. <laughs> I, but like no, now, thank you. <laughs> she doesn't do that. That's, That's a step step before. Yeah, okay, step yeah. before. That's good to know that it's fixable. Yeah, prolapse and incontinence are symptoms of a the pelvic floor dysfunction, so your pelvic floor not working properly. Mm -hmm. And then your pelvic floor is part of the core, so it's your whole core not working properly. So then the pelvic floor can't hold your organs in, which is a prolapse, or um, can't control your wee. So back pain is a a huge symptom of our core not working properly. Mm -hmm. So back pain can be a big indicator, can be a big indicator that your pelvic floor and core are not strong enough to hold your weight. You know, we've spoken a lot about incontinence and prolapse and those are huge symptoms of dysfunction, but a lot of people don't have that Mm. and then have a sore back. Um, And that's because our back is doing all the load that our core should be helping on. And so that's why learning to use the core properly is going to help that as well you know like Mm. yeah it's all related so after birth no matter what symptoms you're getting doing some specialized core and pelvic floor program is going to set you up to not have all of these different symptoms you were saying before what's a prolapse Prolapse is like, I thought I got away with that. No, you didn't. No, no, you didn't. Um, Tell I don't know what a prolapse is. Because incontinence is when a little bit of wee comes out when you're like on the trampoline with Max or I'm on Freddie Neve and I can't jump or I have to cross my legs when I sneeze. That's incontinence. Thanks, Prolapse is when... It's when that like a part of your anatomy that's not supposed to be hanging down is coming out. Yeah. And you have to, you almost have to push it back inside. Is that Correct. Right? Yeah. One of the major functions of our pelvic floor in our body is to hold in our uterus, bladder, and bowel. So yeah. when you say incontinence yeah. of the wee, mm. there's also bowel incontinence. I don't have that thing. No, that's but. mainly people um, that have really severe birth trauma. So I'm talking, I call it when two become one. Um yeah, yeah, you, you tear from okay, so yeah, exactly. yeah, it's not it's not pretty. So, but thanks for the song. Um, so, when I had my daughter, um, I had a third degree tear, had a episiotomy and a third degree tear because we had to intervene with forceps. Wow. Um, and then I fell pregnant, not on purpose, but two years later. And I remember them saying to me after Eva was born, you know, next time we mm. might just do a C section mm. because mm. you're 33, and if you were to re tear that scar tissue, you may need a bag. So then when I did fall pregnant two years later, um, I remembered that information. Yeah, I was bet. like, I don't want to do that. So I planned a C-section. And then I had every midwife coming at me going, no, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. You can definitely do it. And I was like, it's just not worth the risk mm. to me. Mm. I just don't want to risk having yeah. that kind of not being able to control my bladder or bowels at 33. So the birth prep space going up into birth and, and um, avoiding having heavy injury down mm. there is like a whole nother chat. Yeah, a whole nother area um, and there's definitely things you can do leading up to birth to avoid that kind of damage um, and there's definitely things you can do to avoid having all of that open back up yeah mm. um, it just yeah it sucks that you had to speak to all these different people and you're getting all these different yeah. opinions you know I was scared it was a place of fear <laughs> and and that's because I, I didn't have the knowledge right so I was so scared definitely. that I took the what I thought was the easy way out I would have um, felt the same way. Yeah. There's definitely a misconception about um, going in and having a Caesar because mm. you want to maintain your pelvic floor. Everything to stay as it is yeah, nice and perky. Stay, yes. and, yeah, but mm. it's not the case. <laughs> yeah, which can yeah. still get trauma. Wow. I mean, there's seven lazy body cut through and it's you've, you've experienced it's pretty traumatic. Oh, it's full on. Yeah. Um, both births are traumatic and both create a huge amount of injury mm. to our body. Mm. Um, I always say to the girls in that come through VHAB, I'm like, imagine if – 
You said before you've had an episiotomy. Mm. That's a snip with scissors through your pelvic floor. I, I understand. And, you know, a lot of the time in that emergency situation, they actually snip quite deep. And any mm. women's health physio will tell you when they feel where that scar is, it goes through into the hip rotator muscles. Yeah. So imagine if your partner had a snip Honestly. through their ankle or mm. calf. Like they wouldn't be able to walk for months, like moon boots mm. and crutches and the amount of rehab they would get, the amount of physio they would get to get back to the sport they want to get back to and their yeah. jobs and their lifestyle, um, that would be extensive. And we have these kind of injuries and just <laughs> and we expect to get over it. Yeah. We just keep on breastfeeding and ignoring yeah. it because we're warriors. Mm. And like we the pelvic floor muscle is amazing because it doesn't have that kind of pain feedback that the ankle has. It's, yeah. it's not sitting there in pain for six months, mm. even though it's had that amount of damage. The reason we get things like the incontinence and prolapse is because even though it's not in pain, it's not functioning well. No. It's not doing what it's meant to because do. Because it's wounded. Because it's wounded yeah. and it's weak. Um, yeah, so it, it's, a, it's a funny one too because we can't see that muscle. Mm. But you've got this pelvic floor, you can't see that no. muscle, right? Mm. I can see my Caesar scar. So to me, I think about it all the time. Oh, you see the scar here. Yeah, and I I think about it and I've had some treatment on it to try and break up the scar tissue. And the pelvic floor, we just don't even think about it. You can't see it when you're jumping up and down. Yeah, and just because we can't see the tears down there and the scar tissue and the you you don't go feeling around down there, um, it doesn't mean it's not there. So it's it's like this hidden epidemic that a few people have labelled lately as a hidden epidemic yeah Yeah. because we don't see it yeah that's so true Mm. um so what kind of conditions can cause incontinence and prolapse is it just intervention during birth like forceps and stuff no it's not just intervention during birth it can be cesareans right dysfunction to our whole core Mm. system so that's a huge one um but there's other things there's pro um uh, prostate surgeries any other um, hysterectomies and things down there Mm -hmm. um constipation like chronic constipation Mm -hmm. can cause damage to the pelvic floor yeah Yeah. um a lot of people after seizures um can't go to the toilet and they tear in their pelvic floor to let that first one out oh my god i said after my i had eva i said you just keep giving me that Mm. that, what's it called the movicol Oh, or yeah. I don't want water. I just want Movicol. I want that first one to be like water. Yeah. I was sculling that stuff. Coloxal, Movicol. Boom, yeah, boom, right. yeah. yeah, see, I didn't get warned about that, so I was on the other end. Um, excessive Bad. coughing, so people that have a cold for a long time, yeah. like it's just damage, damage, damage down there. Yeah. Gosh, it takes yeah. a battering, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. The births a quick and fast injury. Okay, so what about pregnant women, though? Where, what could you advise for them to be doing to decrease their chances of prolapse or incontinence? Mm. Yeah, sure. So I'm a big advocate for these women's health physios, what they can show us. I, I said before it was a hidden muscle. Like we don't know if it's doing what it's meant to do. Mm. Um, so to have someone teach us that, we can't do it just by looking at no. it. No. Right? And do they teach you how to do Kegels or what do they teach you? Like, yeah, for sure. So a lot of people think Kegels are just squeezing that vagina hole mm-hmm. um, and that's a tiny doing little portion. Doing them right now. Yeah. Yeah. Are you? Yeah. Are you? Right yeah. Are you? Yep. Are you listener? Are you? Everyone's doing it. But, okay, so can we do like yeah. a little like tell me what to do right now? Yeah, sure. So it's not just your vagina hole. There's actually three holes in your pelvic floor, right? Not just two either. A lot of people think there's one or okay. two. I don't want to think there's Why one. But um, yeah, together, there's Luke. not two okay. either. There's okay. three. So try this. So I want you to do all of this without squeezing your butt cheeks, okay? Do I uncross yes. my legs? Yes. Okay. Butthole, yes. Butt cheeks, no. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I want you to stop a wee, just that, no yep. butt cheeks, then stop a fluff, and then draw it up inside like a drawstring's pulling it up. Ooh. And then rest. 
Now that's part of it, but learning how to do the correct breath. That's I saw cool. You all held your breath, yeah. yeah, which is like a big full balloon full of pressure. We want to breathe out while we do it. One more time. Yeah, ready? So okay. take a breath in. As you start to breathe out, stop a wee, stop a fluff, and draw it up. Still, I felt a different. I felt breath. a difference I then. I really did. But like, I just kind of like mm, went, um, sit it up straight. Instead. Yeah, I saw you sucked up a little yeah. bit rather than breathing Boom, into your chest. Okay, cool. And how many times would I have to do that for? Oh, look, everyone's different. It depends on how many births you've had, what kind of injuries you've had, how long it's been since birth. And that's why we always start at the women's health physio because they're going to yeah. tell you exactly what's going on right now. It's like if you hurt your knee, like what is it? Is it an ACL tear? Did mm -hmm. I just, which which ligament did I strain? You need the diagnosis you need before the you diagnosis. can start to fix it, right? Yeah, sure. I've definitely got a, an overactive or tight pelvic floor, so mine's all up and tight. Yeah. Good for you. No, it's yeah. not good. Oh, not good. <laughs> no, because you can still get incontinent. Oh. Yeah. I was like, pat on the back. No, 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 no. Not it's good. like, imagine if you walked all, around all day with your biceps, like, contracted. Yeah. I think it's better than the You'd alternative. You'd just be, like, completely flopped by oh, the end of the day. You, oh, yeah. so you're saying it, you peak too early and then it's yeah it's exhausted would you recommend doing like a an alarm clock every day just to do kegels yeah definitely like adding them in but it's not just about the on it's also about the re relax so for me mm. mine's on already there's no point me pulling it on I need to learn to actually relax I call it a flower like open my flower oh that's pretty yeah it's really yeah. hard you should see me go to the toilet it's like, sure. psst, 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 psst. like it's I try and it's hold really my weight mid-flow. Is that a good thing to do? Because I've heard that's good actually question. not good to do. It's a good little tester, but it messes with your brain signals to your bladder. I heard that was something to do, yeah. Like, oh, so you I go the way and then you stop and start it. No. Like purposely, that's... No? It messes with the signals to your bladder, yeah. Okay. I'll stop doing that. Because I was giving myself a little a, test. I was, I was wrapped when I could stop it, but then I was devastated when I couldn't. And then yeah. I used to go like, oh, well, that was just a really big wee, Olivia. It's okay. Yeah, but what about like ugh, sometimes I think I'm finished and I stand up. Oh, no, I'm not yeah. finished. <laughs> really common to not empty up bladder on the same. Because you know what? Because you're probably rushing to, to the next rushing. But other things women can do during birth, I mean, knowing the birth process, knowing your options, like what, what? interventions are going to get asked at you when you're in the 10th hour. Yeah. Um, and, and is it because the doctor's in a rush or is it because it's necessary? Like just knowing those right questions to ask. If I could do it all again, I'd have a doula 100%. You would? Absolutely. Why? They're um, an advocate for you. They're yeah. an advocate yeah. for you. I mean, I had no idea what was going on the first time. That's why I started all of this because my body got so smashed and there was no injury rehab available for me after. So I created it mm. based on my experience and knowledge and um, qualifications. And so I kind of just specialised. I was specialised in other stuff, like more mm. chronic disease. So I've always done like diabetes and things like that um, and cancer kind of rehab. Mm -hmm. So I've always done rehab. So I just curved that to specialise because of my experience. But um, my husband had no idea. I had no idea. Yeah, you just need someone in there that knows the options and is an advocate for you. Okay, so we've already discovered that my son is 10. So I'm 10 years into this have had incontinence this whole time and done nothing about it. Is it too late for me? What do I do when I turn up? In the stories I'm telling myself is you're going to stick two fingers up me or you're going to go straight to the operating table and get sewn back up. Like what happens now? Like what's my experience when I first come to you? Yeah, sure. Um, <clears throat> I would always start people with a women's health physio. They will right. diagnose it. Mm -hmm. It's like Liz about Yeah, there's, there's many around now. Um, they've got a degree in physiotherapy and then another degree in 
women's health physio. Okay, so, so that's where I go. That's where you go just to see what it's doing. Right. Can you even turn it on? Are you just squeezing a part of it? Yeah. Um, you know, is there some kind of scar tissue there that's stopping it from moving? Like they yep. can do so much down there. Um, and then you get into your physio for any injury will give you homework, right? Mm. And a lot of people just don't do the homework, yeah. especially mums. We've got a newborn <laughs> a lot of the time. Yeah. Or you've got kids and running around for them and we're taking yeah, them to all time? their appointments yeah. and buying them all the treats in the world. Mm. Um, but, yeah, doing your homework, that's why I started at VHAB because there was no specialised program mm-hmm. we would just kind of wait the six weeks and then go straight back to your gym or your running or so many people get told at six weeks that they can run again okay. oh yeah. my god sorry yeah nathan made a move at six weeks i remember and i was like i would rather stick two forks in my eyes <laughs> and i told him that the doctor said six months at least <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> to get out of it just just a little tip yeah <laughs> don't really me. it's not too late for me so i've got to go see women's health physio yeah so first get diagnosed and then you'll get sent home with some homework but yeah vehab is really just accountability and direction on how to start using new core again and I, it bridges you back to exercise safely. it's a bridge to exercise so is it like you know all those influencers on instagram they go to um, one of those vibrating oh, chairs vi- it looks like a spa it's a dark oh. room it looks like a horse i don't know they sit oh, on it, it they vibrate like but they come out and they're like wow this is amazing it's my sixth session and i'm totally rehabilitated my pelvic floor is better than ever and my husband's so excited yeah, yeah. like that kind of is that what I could experience? Is is that the quick way? Because I'm always looking for a quicker way, or do I have to do cheap the Kegel cheap way? It's definitely going to help. It's Great. like yeah, it's it's definitely a quicker way to stimulate things, but it's not going to get it fully strong because that's only going to be strong when it's sitting down with a vibrate on it. It's not going to be strong when you need it to do <laughs> something heavy and quick and loaded, right? So doing them in conjunction, you'll get a lot more out of it. But the, those chairs are only for certain diagnosis. Okay. You yeah. need to get diagnosed. You need to, yeah, you need to get Shall diagnosed. Shall I book it for you? you? Think, uh, Shall I book it for you? Yeah. yeah. I'm 100%. I'm going to go home tonight and Google who's a In your area. In my area. You. Yeah. A Check vagina. their qualifications because there is some what level. Women's Google. health. Women's physio. health physio. Great. So yeah. we are all, everyone listening, and these three people here holding you accountable officially. Okay. Yeah. Well, what about you? Oh, yeah, I'll do it too. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Then you need to do your homework or do a program like that's why we started VHAP because on the Central Coast there is no right. specialised rehab after birth. Um, now it's starting to come around a bit more because of all of this hype around. Awareness, um, right? Yeah, awareness, mm. not hype because it And is yours hype. an online course or what is it? So I do it face-to-face on the coast but I've just started the online one as well. I've just opened that up. Amazing. Yeah. So, so it's only six weeks. It's a tiny little piece of rehab compared to what our body's been through over the last nine months and birth and ten years in your case. <laughs> um, it's just a little tiny starter mm. uh, but at least it gets you some awareness on how to use your core properly so then you can adapt that to whatever type of exercise. You mentioned something before about Pilates. A lot of the time we're doing Pilates mm. wrong because we're not engaging the core properly. Mm. They, they, a lot of them will say suck your belly button into your spine but it's not correct. Yeah, I have no idea what that means. That's exactly yeah. what they say. What do you mean it's not correct? It's well, not correct. Do you, are you doing the right thing? Or are you just know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, that's it. And but how, like, how do you ever know? Yeah. And learn. Uh, yeah, you learn. So you learn it properly. And that's mm. that's why people skip this stuff because it's not that sexy and fun. Like, mm. you know, it's not as fun as jumping on the vibrating chair. Yeah, we want right. to get straight. But there's no back instant gratification, you know? 
It's not. Oh, uh, it helps with things. But like it takes sex time. Before. It can help sex. It no, can but help, yeah, yes, it but it time. takes six Correct. weeks. Or how long is this journey that I'm about to enter? I think the starts of the physio to see what's happening. Maybe like three months. Depends how bad it is, basically. No, because if you uh, learn how to do this properly and then take it into Pilates, every Pilates session will be your rehab. Like you'll be doing your homework there. Mm -hmm. Mm. I'm I'm excited. This leads into a girlfriend of mine who Mm -hmm. she just had her second baby about six months ago and she, um, she said, look, I feel like I'm part of this club that nobody talks about. It's like this prolapse club and I knew nothing about it. Um, But basically she told me that, to gauge the severity of her prolapse, because in her opinion, she was it was quite bad, but obviously she had nothing to compare it to. So first and only prolapse got worse after the second birth. Um, but she had to go into the doctors or wherever she went, she told me, and the nurses got her to drink all this water. And then she literally had to squat over a bucket right. and cough in front of these people. And the what? amount of and the amount of water that went into the bucket determined whether or not she needed surgery. Oh Lord. Okay. Is that not the most mortifying thing yes. I've ever heard? Like where is the dignity? There has to be a better way than that. Like women's health physios, they can check, right? You don't yeah, need to be squatting. You wouldn't pocket. go straight to a surgeon to do that kind of process. I've never heard that before, but you would be like you would with any kind of surgery on any type of your body. You'd be put through the conservative treatment first mm. and if all else fails and you still can't control then surgery. Then surgery would come yeah. along. Like it would be a it would be a process of elimination. Hers yeah. must have just been quite bad sounds like an old school doctor I know yeah. right I was like when she told me that I was like you poor thing that is mortifying mm. but well, hey just add it to the list of mortifying things we have to do as women do with, right? yeah. no dignity no dignity at the door I, I like to think of it like um you know even dyeing your hair from blonde to brown mm. it's a process it takes time You've got to go with that and put in the work and time and money to do that. You know, six to eight visits or something. Yeah, (laughs) like we're happy to do things like that for our bodies, but not put in the actual work with this. And it's the yeah, yeah. because you don't see it. You don't, and you can hide it. Yeah, it's your own like outside one mind. And this embarrassment in our culture about it, whereas it's it's good now that it's becoming a little bit more talked about. Well, Um, the fact that it's one in three experience incontinence and fifty percent experience prolapse like those stats to me are just still wild crazy 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 so that's like i've got like my eight best friends half of them would have issues like yeah and i don't know no one's talked about it yeah and we're too busy to stop and think about it and give ourselves some time because we're running around with kids yeah classic of course any rash that any of these kids get i could show you 50 photos of rashes (laughs) in my phone in my mother's group chat but not one of us has talked about peeing when we jump on the trampoline. Yeah. Not talked about because yeah. of the shame. It's like it's not shameful. It's just part and parcel of what we go through. And that's like it, it all comes back to doing this. We talked about before it's never too late to do this kind of stuff, but all the evidence shows doing this as early as you can after birth, you get the results. And yeah. in a program like what I do, it's so gentle, safe and appropriate for a beat-up pelvic floor and core and for a mum that's not getting any sleep, like it starts so gentle because that's where the body's up to. So what kind of exercise is it? So, yeah, where we literally learn how to use your diaphragm again. Like I bet you don't even know what the diaphragm is and where it is in the body. Isn't that the contraception? <laughs> no. There we Does go. Does it breathe all the time? Yeah, it's the top oh, of the core. Yeah, yes. Yeah. 
But you did what I call a bladder yeah, crouch. You just sat yeah. up and sucked up I your just dough. find I'm always crouching. Yeah, like there's there's so much to it and there's so much stuff you can do that's safe straight after birth, but that's why you do it with a women's health physio or a professional like an exercise physiologist because, yeah, it's, it's, it's so appropriate and safe for the body that you can start earlier. The earlier you do it, the better results you get, the quicker you get back to what you need and the less risk the prolapses and incontinence and things like that long term. I... I remember I was lucky enough to be part of the group midwife program when I had my daughter and I specifically remember my midwife saying now go and see a women's health physio and I was like thanks for the suggestion got yeah. my hands full at the minute but um when I get a moment and four years later yeah, yeah. have I had a moment no <laughs> that's my biggest regret probably yeah it's easy to look back and regret things but mm. what's like what's that going to do for no, us you just know like we've now. just got to start to do something now yeah and that's the biggest takeaway I'm so excited yeah that I've feel confident enough that it's not too late yeah and talking about it with your friends and like some of the vehab groups we talk about all sorts of things like mm. i'll give them homework as an orgasm one week because that actually contracts your pelvic that floor. i can get on board with wow. yeah so there's some homework for you for this cool. week done um but that creates all sorts of chats and it creates this environment where we're, we're all chatting about the same stuff and making all of this not so intimidating mm. you know i have girls that say what's an orgasm like it's it's wild the kind of oh, stuff that comes up things yeah so just getting that education and and helping each other through well, this that's what it's all about it's about yeah. having a safe space of form i was today years old when i learned that my good friend nadine can't jump on the trampoline but it's about having these neither can you <laughs> well i'm sure i shared that with you earlier before now i'm an open book but i think it's good that we can talk about these things and there are to know that we are like, look at the stats. You're not alone. If you are crossing your legs when you sneeze or pee, put yourself first, mums. Absolutely. For goodness sakes. It's about Talking time. to myself. <laughs> Definitely. And start with a women's health physio. I know it costs something, but so does everything else in our life. So maybe sacrifice mm. something else and, and get that checked so that mm. you know which path is for you because there's no one path for everyone. But think of it this way, okay? Pay for the women's health physio and, v- and VHAB. Think about how much you'll save in knickers. In change of clothes, in poise pads, mental health, mental health. Yeah, I'm funding all... body at the moment. Your, your <laughs> sex life, like it affects your relationship. Yeah. Well, I'm scared for the future because yeah. it just keeps getting worse. It really does. Yep. But not relationship wise, no. Oh. <laughs> I'm t- just like, <laughs> and just then for, for some, it ends up in surgery, like we were talking about yeah, with your friend. Oh um, yeah, that costs a lot more than $150 or, or so at a women's health physio mm. now. And obviously there are the risks with surgery. You know, you don't want to have to go into surgery if you don't have to. Mm. So yeah. this would be the cheats guide, Nadine. This yep. is the cheats way. Cheats way, I love yep. it. <laughs> so something I wanted to talk to you out about is um, once I had my daughter, I remember I went to one of those bump uh, gyms for a trial and they told me that I mm. was suffering from ab separation. No one had ever told me that before. I had no idea what that meant. Is that to do with kind of can, can vagina rehab help with that? Because I, I guess it's all connected. And I know um, producer Sim uh, had ab separation with her first pregnancy and then suffered an umbilical hernia with her second because she didn't do the work and get it fixed. So I'm just wondering if that's something people need to know about and, and can come to you for. Mm, sure. I mean, when you put a baby in your abdomen, like something's got to give way. Mm. It doesn't come out our back. It comes no. out the front. So it stretches our abdominals. Yeah. So- they, they say now that every single woman gets some degree of ab separation. Mm-hmm. It's just a normal process to allow the baby to fit. Yep. Um, a lot of the time it does come back to normal easily, mm-hmm. um, but a lot of the time in pregnancy for nine months, it's a really, really long yeah. time, we haven't used our abdominals. Mm. So they need to learn to work again. Yep. Um, and, yeah, that's exactly what something like VHAB is, like a core and 
court and pelvic floor specialised return to exercise program mm -hmm. is learning to use those again in a safe place. And once you strengthen those back up, a lot of the time they will come back in. Mm. I've still got a tiny bit of separation, but it doesn't affect my abdominals turning on and contracting. And so my back is fine. A lot of people get back pain, a lot of women, and it's yeah. related to their core not being functional enough that it's helping them do the things in their day so their back compensates yes, yes. or their pelvis that's me in a nutshell yeah. or their hips i go to the chiro every two weeks still. yeah so a lot of the time Jeez. it's probably down to your core not yeah. being strong enough to hold you so yeah it's all related yeah like yeah. it's a whole nother chat if you call, <laughs> yeah but i always say to my, cause my mom had a hip done i think she's gonna need another hip done but i said to her mom if you do a, if you just could engage your core and learn how to do that mm. she's a typical 60-year-old who just doesn't want to learn anything new, but it would save the strain on her hips and her back, right? That's a big For problem. Sure. People yeah. aren't turning on their core. Turning on their core, using their diaphragm that we've mm. touched on. Um, yeah, like it's Yeah, it's, so you've got to put the work system. in, right? It just doesn't have to come back, which in. I thought, oh, yeah, it'll fix itself in due course. Yeah, no, no, you need to put in the work, but also peel it back. Like a lot of people yeah. are like, oh, but I'm doing all this cool stuff at Pilates or at the gym um, or playing sport. Like I'll just keep doing that and I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah. Like. To peel it back and do the rehab again is frustrating. It's not as sexy. It's not yeah, as sexy. So, but you just got to do it. Yeah. 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 Just got to tick it. Like we clean our teeth every day. Like how do we manage to do that? But we, we don't do these little simple yeah, rehab exercises. Yeah, there's no exercises. cause and effects. Yeah. Like, you don't well, brush your teeth. <laughs> you stink the place out. Mm. Yeah, well, true, but no one knows about it. Yeah. No, that's it. That's a good point. Anyways, I think that was a fantastic catch up guys i'm so happy that we did this and i've, I've got so many takeaways so thank you yeah I'm so passionate about women understanding what their body's been through and not thinking like i just jump back into it and oh i should be lifting heavy weights by now i should be able to play sport or i should be able to do this like it's not yeah, about that it's i like, feel guilty at the gym when my husband's lifting up the 20k and i'm like yeah. well, i'm only doing the fives or the tens i'm like now hold on yeah it's a I've lot birthed two babies mm. what, what have you done this year yeah. nothing it's a lot Yes. Be kind to ourselves. Take it, it slow. It's a slow burn. Yeah, so hopefully that message came across and, um, yeah, it was awesome to chat with you. Yeah, Thank you, Al. Appreciate it. So where can we find you? Yeah, sure. So VHAB is online now at vhab.com.au. Mm -hmm. um, you can do that course online. Yep. Um, otherwise, on the Central Coast, we're doing them face-to-face, -face, so we do have that face-to-face -face community with the new mums. Um, but if none of that appeals for you and you're not on the Central Coast and you want to do it face-to-face, -face, there's lots of rehab groups around now but do it through a women's health physio or an exercise physiologist step one okay and i believe you have a special offer for listeners of the cold coffee hot mess podcast i do um just because we have just launched online i'm going to make it 50 percent for anyone <gasps> who wants to listen to this Jesus girl. 50 percent yes that's awesome so the code is cold coffee 50 so wow. five zero mm -hmm. not 50 that the is awesome <laughs> awesome thank you so generous oh so good no problem thanks al i think a lot of women and well one in three at least yeah um you're empowering a really <laughs> important conversation yeah, so sure. thank you yeah good and uh, that's the point and i really want to emphasize that it is just the starting point like yes. it's not it's not going to be six weeks and you're going to be fixed and everything's yeah. fine it's just bringing that piece of the puzzle in so that whatever you do your pilates and your your weightlifting and things like that, that you're using those concepts so that you are building and doing it properly and not causing Exercising safely, damage, not damaging yeah. and just building on that, strengthening everything back up. Yeah, one So important. Yeah. Thanks so much. Cool. Wow, that was awesome. But do you know what my takeaway is from that, Liv? Yeah, what? It's not too late to do something about it. And I Never really felt that it was too late. I just thought, oh, well, Never firstly I thought it would fix itself and then 10 years later now I know I can, there is still time. 
all I can think about is the waterfall <laughs> on the trampoline. <laughs> I can think of nothing else. Oh, well, thank <laughs> you for that so picture. I'm so glad I gave you that um, visual. No, but I feel totally refreshed after mm. that, knowing that it's such a common problem and it's like mm. this secret club and we are unearthing this club. The stats are still pretty shocking to me. Yeah. Um, makes me think how many of my friends haven't told me yeah. about issues. Yeah, so well, I'm glad I put myself on the line. Well, <laughs> you really sacrificed. You really lay on the sword for this one, didn't you? But I uh, think but guess what? We didn't have to say the B word too much either. China. No, it didn't happen. Not that much anyway. I anyway. tried to put it in there as much as I could. But I think as long as, you know, if, if 20, 30 women book an appointment with a, like, with a women's health physio, I'll be happy. <laughs> Literally, I'll feel like I've done my job and I'll sleep well. 30. I'll be happy with that. If just you do it, I'll be thrilled. Well, that's what I think you're going to get. And me. <laughs> no, I think everyone will do it. Who wouldn't? Right, well, let it? us know, guys. Put it in the group. Tell us if you've got the same problems and if you're going to do something about it. Yeah, let us let us all hold each other accountable. I'm going to, I'm going to write in the Facebook group when my appointment is, when I book it, hold myself accountable. What are you going to do? You're going to hold me accountable. I'm going to all – of, all of us will hold Nadine accountable. Yes. All right. Well, we've talked enough about we. Should we just get into the whinge? <laughs> sure. <laughs> it's your turn this week. From we to whinge. The big whinge. Yep. So it's me this week and I think everybody who's listening will have this in their lives. It's like a common issue and right. a big thing to whinge about. It's the laundry. Mm. Now, look, full disclosure, I actually don't mind doing the laundry. I love nothing more than fresh sheets. I love having the clothes ready and right. like washing actually isn't such a bad thing How for me. many days do you do washing? I I would wash. I'd do sort of three or four loads a week probably on average. So three or four days you do washing. Yeah, but I just put it on set and then hang it out. Later. I save it all for Friday. Do you? You yep. do a full wash day? Just full wash day. Well, I think I've just got one error. So I have to kind of wait till everything on the error is dry. I don't just shove everything in the dryer. So well, anyway, what's your whinge? Economically, financially, it's Where not sustainable. Oh, my whinge, sorry, is just the fact that <laughs> I feel like I do a big load and then I look back at the basket and it's full again. I don't know if it's because I've got a two-year-old who literally can't pick up a piece of carrot without it going all down his front. <laughs> like my children cannot wear things more than once. They just can't. Anything. <laughs> I was going through this problem, but something fixed this for what? me. Not that I have a hack because you're just going to get annoyed if I come well, to you. It's not the hack time hack. right now. It's whinge time. But anyway. Um, it was the pyjamas. I didn't realise they kept changing pyjamas. So by the end of the week, I was getting like five pairs of pyjamas from both kids. So that's like 10 sets. So one week I just said, right, you're only wearing these pyjamas all week. And then magically the laundry just um, diminished in size for that week. So – Pajamas is the only thing they can wear more than once because they're not eating and they're not touching. I know, but anything. I don't know. They're that was sleeping. my and it worked. Well, no, I, they do. They wear the same pajamas maybe two nights in a row. So that's probably the most they'll get. But I just and then Sim brought something else to my attention: the fact that you do a load of washing and you forget about it, then you find it the next day, mm. and you have to wash it again. Do you have a dryer or do you dry? Yeah, I have outside? a dryer, but like financially and like just financially what. Well, to run that thing all the time, it costs a ton. How much does it cost? Well, I don't know. I've got solar panels. They're probably not much. But, hey, listen, it's not the point. I'm also very scared of shrinking things. So I kind of steer clear except for socks and I undies. just chuck it all in I and bet you do. figure it out later. I bet you do. Yeah. I hang it out meticulously. Wow, so. no, I do. Well, that's your problem. Well, you know, Kate, the, all of that I don't even mind. The part I hate is I'll fill a basket to put things away and that basket will sit on the floor for five days. I hate putting it hate. away. Putting clothes away. I hate it. Okay, well then make that Nathan's job. No, I, no, Nathan has a lot of jobs. But um, but it's more like I'll wash. I'll wash, 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 wash till the cows come yeah. home. Do I fold? don't want to put it away. Do you fold? No, why would you fold it? Oh, I, 
at least fold. No, I mean I sort of do roughly iron. fold it. I don't iron. Never, iron. never ironed a thing in my life. Not for a, not for a million dollars would I do that. Yeah, okay. Well, um, that's but I do like time. a rough fold when I just put it in the yeah rough fold. I like the pajamas need to be okay, particularly folded. So you folded. just can't put it away. I hate putting away things. Will stick there for five days. Like okay, well, I can't help you with that one. <laughs> there is no answer, is there? <laughs> no, there is. It's just life. Online. It's like when someone gives me flowers and they sit in the vase for two weeks. Oh, and they, until I they cannot die. pull the trigger neither and get rid of them. I'm <laughs> terrible like that. Die. I just what like well, I'll come back from a holiday. My suitcase will sit there for a week. It's all on trend. Those faux flowers. Thank God for that. I cannot. I hate. You guys got me fresh flowers for my birthday. I hated them. <laughs> like no, like I love like I love the gesture behind it. Do you but know it's like another what? thing I to take care of. Hated. I got you flowers. I know. I hate flowers. You never said thank you, but anyways, I'll <gasps> talk about that another time. And everyone was Sorry. like, "You didn't give her flowers." She hates flowers. I was like, since when does a woman hate flowers? Corey came in and was like, Here, happy birthday. She's like, I know yeah, Corey took flowers. I was like, oh, no, these are actually really nice. But they're, they're still in a vase. My birthday was the 27th of July. They're still on the dining table. I promise I could send you a photo. Well, there you have it. So, which stop is next? <laughs> toot toot. Hack Hack City. Hack Hack City. Mm-hmm. Hack Hack City. What's your hack? Oh, my hack for mm-hmm. the week. Okay. So this is actually from a member of our group called Laura. And her hack for the week is to get texter or pen out of your clothes. She uses hand sanitizer. Hand sanitizer. Yeah. And then I tested it and yeah. it does work. It well, gets... now that COVID's over, we need just something to use it yeah. for. Yeah, absolutely. So I think it's a great one to try out. Yeah. But, yeah. So, okay, so give me a bit more information. So do you so if you've got rub a pen, it in with an old toothbrush? Like pen on or... a chair, you know. Or, yeah, um, I've got some on my couch right now. So. Yeah, a bag or even on, yeah, you just put the hand sanitizer and rub it off and it rub it with a... Like just a towel, squeeze it on, and then just like rub it together, and it disappears. But give me a give me a tool. Is it an old toothbrush? Is it a towel? What are you rubbing it with? Okay, well, if it's on clothes, you rub it with its own clothes. Oh, like, like again, okay, with the yeah. clothes. What about if it's on my lounge at home? What do I use? Okay, a cloth. A cloth. That's what I was asking for. A piece of cloth. Okay, not an old toothbrush <laughs> or anything like that. Yeah, I need like a. Yeah, funny... no, not a toothbrush. Oh but yeah, give it a go. Well, I will. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do a before and after on the Facebook group today. Okay. Right. Um, so, what about you? What's yeah, your hack for the week? Mine um, is something that I think a lot of people don't think about doing, but I did this with both my kids when they were born. Is I think a really cool memento to keep for your kids is to get your the dad, the, your husband or your partner, to write the birth story from their perspective. So I know we've got baby books. For both my kids. I love that. And I write the birth story as I remember it. And then there's always a few pages at the back of lines and I get Nathan to write the birth story from his perspective in there so the kids can read it when they're older. And he's done that? He's done it for both of them. Yeah. Oh, that's so and nice. it's so different to mine. I bet. Yeah. But you don't realise that. No, yeah, because we were having a conversation recently and it was saying, no, that's not what happened. That's not I was like, well, like I was in there. my mind, I was there. <laughs> it was like, no, no, this is what, and I was like, oh, okay. It's, yeah, it's Fantastic. interesting to I see. Like and that. obviously, like, it's great if you can do it right after the birth because yeah. it's fresh. But Nathan did it, you know, a month or two later by the time he, I got him there to do it and it was, yeah. it came oh, all flooding back. Yeah, it's cool. I love that. So Father's Day is coming up, as you mm-hmm. know. So I think it's really cool, a cool idea that in the weeks leading up to Father's Day, I think we've got three podcasts, maybe four, um, we'll be giving little ideas for Father's Day gifts. So I've got a couple. All right. First one is the fellas' golf shirts. They are so amazing. They so are so awesome. They are just like really like funky and like fun kind of golf yep. shirts the whole slogan is like freshening up the fairways so it's like doing away with this old like musky sort of golfer dad dude that's yeah. in my mind and it's like 
making way for the young dads to come and like hit the golf course. We actually um, bought the fellas t-shirts last Father's oh, Day. Didn't you we bought all of the boys? All of the boys, uh, you know, friendship group. And yeah. so they all woke up that next morning and oh they all God. got the same shirt and then we made them wear it to the pub that night. That's hilarious. And they all turned up in this same shirt thinking it was unique to them. They're like, oh, it was actually awesome. They very quickly really realised. Yeah. <laughs> They're yeah. a group. Uh, Nace got the hat, the socks. He loves the whole brand. So yeah. that's a really cool gift, I reckon. Mm-hmm. Great. And then the other thing you can do that we've done before is design your day. So I do it, you know, Eva and I put our heads together and come up with three options for breakfast, three for lunch, three for dinner. Mm-hmm. And then we face them all up and then Nathan designs his day. He picks something from each line and create this perfect day that he wants to do. And we all go together and set off and do it. Yeah, nice. Oh, that's awesome. What are you thinking? What's your idea? Well, I will probably hope that Ed's not listening to this, <laughs> but I might even ask the girls if we do the same thing and organize for the boys to catch up so the boys play golf that day together oh, or cool. something that's or a great idea go even go to the pub early mm. just the boys yeah mm-hmm. well, we can see your mind working overtime <laughs> great we'll hack. come up with some great stuff well, otherwise i'll be doing photo mugs photo mug, as you in. always do and <laughs> in. great got it so that was an awesome episode that was like a long-awaited conversation we've been wanting to do that since day dot haven't we yeah it was fantastic it was awesome and also i love that the hack was from the group as well the facebook group it came from one of our gals or guys yeah so keep on putting them in there keep asking us that is the hot spot for hacks and tips and um and we'll be sure to use them next time Mm -hmm. so if you keep putting them in we'll keep grabbing them and we'll keep putting them to air yep and let us know if you have that same pelvic floor issues and if you do anything about it we would love to have made a difference ourselves accountable I feel that's the best thing so keep on keeping on in the Facebook group um and we uh have really appreciated being in your ears this week and can't wait to be back next week see you goodbye bye